Hello and welcome back to How to Homeschool in High School. Today is a very exciting day. We are officially beginning our journey into the hardcore how-to when it comes to homeschooling in high school. It's a big deal. Make sure also to stay for the question at the end of the episode. This week we had a really good question sent in and it is really inspiring. It gives you a good look into the homeschool world and the fruit of a good homeschooling environment. So be sure to stick around. You won't want to miss it. This is episode seven, and if you've done any research whatsoever into the podcasting industry, episode seven is, for some reason, like a very big achievement. So I wanted to take a moment to thank you, my listeners, for getting me here and for all the support and encouragement over the last few months. It has been so, um, you know, helpful to me um, because it's a very lonely process to record a podcast by yourself. So having your support and constant encouragement has meant so much to me. Specifically, I'd like to thank my guests, my mom, Naomi, Tessa, Grace, Abigail, and Rebecca for taking time out of your schedules to come and record with me and for sharing your wisdom and your thoughts on homeschooling and your journey and your family's, um, your family's journey. It has really been inspiring and it has got us to this point. Really, you have built this solid foundation on what homeschooling is that we are able now to advance onto the, the how-to part of it. So thank you so much. And for all the other listeners, I couldn't have made it far this far without you, truly. Buzzsprout, the um, platform I'm using to launch this podcast, which is really, it's a great platform. Um, it has amazing analytics. And so I'm able to see, you know, general locations of listeners. And I wanted to give a shout out to my listener in Germany, who has been very faithful in listening to all my episodes. So thank you so much. That means a lot, too, for listening to some small town in Pennsylvania. But uh, I hope you are being encouraged and inspired by these amazing voices here. As you all know, it is a new year. I cannot believe it is 2023, but as we look forward into this new year, I kind of wanted to give us a little overview of what we can expect over the next few weeks in this podcast. So the interviews will be back, as you probably have uh, already noticed, I am alone this episode, but I will definitely be introducing more and more um, people in my community and bringing back um, previous guests as well. So that will probably start in February. I'm trying to do at least once a month starting February, but as of right now, we are going to focus just diving deep into the first few steps of how to get started homeschooling. Because this podcast's main goal is to educate on what homeschooling truly is, which is kind of what we did in the last six episodes, and then to help encourage and equip you to take ownership of your education to teach you how to homeschool in high school. So that is what we're going to begin now. And that leads into our topic for today's episode, which is the beginning, the first step to homeschooling. And I can't think of a better time to do this episode than the first days of a new month, of a new year, and a new month, right? Um, In this episode, I will be taking you through the first steps to beginning your homeschooling journey. So let's dive in. Step one, the most important and not to be overlooked step is the why. Find your why. Why do you want to homeschool? Why does the idea appeal to you? What makes you excited about homeschooling? That is the first step. 
And you might be asking, why is the why so important? I apologize, I'm going to be saying why a lot in this episode. Um, Why is the why so important? Well, I just recently heard this really good quote by Friedrich Nietzsche. He said, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how, which I believe is completely true. Um, To be able to survive the process, you need a good why. When you begin anything, if you want it to have purpose, you need a good why to it. You can conquer almost any how. So the goal of this podcast is to help you conquer the house, but it is up to you to create your own why. Another reason why the why is so important is we get a very common question as homeschoolers. It's very simple. It's why do you homeschool? Why would you homeschool? Because we're doing something so different. It's natural for people to just automatically ask why. Um, why would you do something that unique? So not only having a solid why would you be able to answer this question confidently, but you would also be able to make the inquirer think for a moment about his previously constructed ideas of school in general, um, just to make them think. You want your why to be able to stand on its own and survive questioning. So this why also will keep you going during the hard days and there are many hard days as there would be with anything you do and you can use your why as a constant encouragement and reminder of where you want this journey to end and why you began it in the first place i mean you think about a science experiment the best science experiments begin with why are you doing this experiment what makes you want to do this you know that's how you know you have a a solid substance which you can then prove and test and and if you're writing a book, you need a why. If you're if you're starting a job, you need a why. Going to school, all these things required good whys. So it's the same exact thing when it comes to homeschooling. Um, and you think back to my last five interviews. The first question I always asked was, what was your homeschooling journey? What was the driving force behind your story? What was your why? That's what I pretty much asked. It was the first question because I found it the most important question. And oftentimes the answer was the parents' why. Why did your parents want to begin homeschooling? But it can as easily come from the student, him or herself, as it can come from the parent. Now that we've established why the why is so important to a successful homeschooling environment, let's talk about how to find this elusive why. Where do you find your why? Um, Well, I hope that you, when you began listening to this podcast, you had some idea about your why. But if you didn't, I suggest going back and listening, if you haven't, to the previous five interviews, starting in episode two, um, and listening to some of the whys of some of the experienced homeschoolers in my community. That should get your gears turning a little bit and your imagination running. Um, But to give you an idea, here are some steps that you can not only used to find a why, but also prove that it can stand on its own two feet, which is also incredibly important. So my first step would be start with the reason why you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Why did you look up how to homeschool in high school? Why did you press on this podcast? What was that, what was that driving, what was the driving force behind that um, want of yours? And that should give you some idea, bare minimum of where to start with. The second one would be after listening to the stories in the last few episodes, what stands out to you the most when it comes to homeschooling? Is it the ability to focus and ground your learning on things that you're interested in? Is it the uniqueness of homeschooling, the opportunities it brings? Is it the ability to pursue things you love? 
um, to build solid friendships and good communities, the ability to break away from the school system, to be uniquely you all the time, to be able to manage your time and what you learn. Is that are those some of the things that stand out to you the most? That would also give you somewhere to start, something that you feel connected to when it comes to the stories that you've heard about homeschooling, the people you've met who homeschool. And then the third and final step is just can like summarize it in one to two sentences. And for an example, here is actually, here's my why. Um, I, I homeschool or want to homeschool because I believe education belongs in the hands of the student and the family. I see smart, capable, independent, and wise students coming from solid homeschooling households. And I want that for myself and for my family. So, um, but like I've been stating in the last episodes, and I will say it again today and probably the next time I make an episode, is homeschooling is unique. So, it's only natural to understand that your why will be as unique as you are, as well as your homeschooling experience. So, unique as your likes and your dislikes and your past history and your past experiences. Like, it's going to be different for each person. But now that we have an idea about or why, let's see if it's strong enough to withstand a few tests. Do you want your why to be able to withstand questions, doubts, long years, and hard days? So here is a few little, um, just two points that you can run through with your why and make sure it, you know, is capable of staying on its own two feet. Number one, does your why depend on other people? So what they're doing, what they think, what they think about you, um, for example, a why would be, well, I'm homeschooling because everyone does it. Something like that. Homeschooling is a very independent thing. Um, and you're going to have to uh, break away from what other people think. You're going to have to get used to being a, quote, outsider. And that's why your why cannot be based on other people. Other people change, their opinions change, trends change. Don't homeschool or don't pass up homeschooling because of the trends or what other people think. So that's why your why can't really depend on other people. And that's true for anything you do. If you're doing something because of other, um, what another person thinks of you, probably won't last long. Number two, is your why based on temporary or momentary feelings? So, for example, I homeschool because I want to. Now, if you remember my homeschool why, I did mention that I wanted something that I saw in other people. Wanting to homeschool is not a bad thing in and of itself, but just saying you want to is very vague. So you're going to need to add some more meat to it because there will be hard days and there will be days when homeschooling isn't necessarily fun or exciting or you don't feel like you want to homeschool. So it needs to be a little bit more to hold up even when you feel like you don't want to do it. Um, And your why should be ready for that for that day because it will come um so just if you if you just want to homeschool that's kind of how you feel just add a few things on you know um you can definitely find them in my past interviews and in other homeschooling people that you will meet um just a note here um that the why i stated above my my reason for homeschooling is my reason for homeschooling in high school So let me explain that a little. At the end of every year, my mom does this thing where we evaluate our homeschool experience that year and she lets us decide whether or not we want to continue homeschooling or if we want to try something different. And I really admire her for doing that because she realizes that our our education really will shape our future and it does belong to us in some way. So she definitely lets us have a voice in how we're educated, which I greatly appreciate. And so... 
as I got older, you know, the decision became more and more my decision and my mom's decision, but I found that I created my own why. Why did I want to homeschool in my, you know, teenage years? That became my reason. But since I've been homeschooling since fifth grade. So this wasn't something I had when I started homeschooling in fifth grade. I homeschooled because my parents had decided that was the thing, that was the right thing for my my, my family. And that was enough. So if that is your why as of right now, that is totally fine. What I'm saying that is in the long run and as you get older and as you homeschool for many years, especially if the decision to homeschool is coming from you as the student, you're going to need a solid why to be able to do that. Um, and in the long run, you're going to want one as well. And why? Well, because if you have a why, you can handle almost anyhow. So now that we have our why, what what do we do now? Well, it's the fun part, kind of. Um, you get to research homeschooling. You get to research homeschooling. And I will, in the next few episodes, give you the information that you need, where to go, what to what what to research exactly, where to find that research, and then how to understand it. Because sometimes homeschooling lingo can be a little hard to understand, so we'll break it down. It's a little less scary than you think it is. And then what to do with all this new information. And another side note I wanted to make, not a side note actually, this is a pretty important point. In this stage, if you are looking and do homeschooling, no matter if this is, you know, your years in high school or years in middle school whatever it is I suggest not suggest suggest like it is almost mandatory that you get plugged in to some homeschooling group in your area directly so like this I hope will become a community of homeschoolers like through either through our social media platforms or just by the podcast itself but you need to be able to plug into some you know your in your backyard you know your homeschool community get to know some homeschoolers ask them why they homeschool, ask them their story, get to know what they have to say about it, and then also meet families who've homeschooled. They will help you out so much on, especially because each state is different, each country is different, so you're going to need to know what your requirements are by law to be able to homeschool, and they'll show you how they get around stuff, how they do stuff, what they use. It's just an amazing, amazing resource, so I highly recommend if this is something you're interested in, get plugged in and I know there are homeschoolers like the ones you've heard over the past few weeks in your area as well so please do that and that will also help you discover your why because the more you're around homeschoolers the more you will realize traits that you want in your in your own life or you want to style your homeschooling experiences like that that will help you tremendously with creating your why statement So that is pretty much it for the material for this week. We've covered why the why for homeschooling is so important and some, a few points you can use to help create your why and a few things you should watch out for. Yes, and definitely don't forget to plug in to your homeschooling community. Now it is time for our question of the episode. This question is a really great question and I was really, really excited to answer this one and it's actually perfect for this episode. So thank you so much, Naomi, for taking the time to send that in. Um, The question she asked is, what are five personality traits that I like about the homeschoolers that I have met? So this is a really great opportunity for me to encourage some of the homeschoolers in my community because all of these traits are things I see in you guys 
So um, thank you so much for being such an inspiration to me in my homeschool journey. And then also to encourage those who are considering joining us as homeschoolers, this is another way you can totally find some inspiration for your why. Um, so yes, five personality traits. It's hard to narrow down five, but I have picked my favorites. Um, so I hope you find these encouraging. But the number one, and the thing I think I take most pride in, is homeschoolers' problem-solving skills. We think differently than most people. It's just something that comes with being homeschooled. You just think differently. We are hardwired to find ways to solve problems, may it be in math or in anything else really, on our own with the resources we've been given because most of the time we are by ourselves. And not always in life will you have someone there to guide you and to tell you what to do next. Sometimes you're going to have to initiate those processes on your own. Homeschoolers are really great at doing that just by nature of the process. So our problem solving skills is something that I really love seeing in my homeschool community. The second one is we are independent thinkers. We just think differently. And I think that is something greatly valued because we don't want a society where everyone thinks the same. You would get nothing done. Progress is made by people breaking the molds and thinking about things differently. I actually just learned today about, what was it? Um a great, amazing scientist, James Prescott Jules. Um, He really was brilliant for a few reasons. One of the reasons was at the time when he, um, I think it was like, what was it? 1850s that he started doing experiments. They thought heat was an element. And it, obviously we know now it's not an element, but he would do experiments and he would convert the, they called it living force, but we call it energy. He would convert energy into heat. And he got to thinking, he was like, well, um, I don't think that's possible. I really don't believe that we can destroy energy and turn it into an element. So the reason he's so amazing is he taught us to go against the scientific consensus. That's the only way science makes progress is if people take known theories and then disprove them or question them. So our ability to think differently is greatly valued and is a great add to our communities, I think. Um, our My third point is confidence. So I, I believe homeschoolers are have this unique confidence. And I know confidence can sometimes be how would you say? It is often thought of only as being like loud and extroverted and, you know, you know, you can walk into a room confident, something like that. And I certainly know homeschoolers who are like, who are right like that and we need people like that. But I'm not talking about that kind of confidence. I'm talking about the fact that in order to homeschool, you need confidence. And what I mean by that is we do something that's so different to so many people. And to be an outsider, you need that unique confidence that is only produced when you go against the current. I believe that all homeschoolers have this confidence that we've cultivated over years of homeschooling. Um, and obviously, we're not born with it. It's something that we cultivate in the environment which we learn. I can actually prove it um, by my last four episodes. All the girls that I interviewed have never been on podcasts before, probably never been questioned that much about homeschooling in one, you know, 20 minute session. So, and if you've never podcast, 
before. It's it's really a intimidating experience, honestly. It's very unnatural. And my whole interviewing setup is actually not that great. I'm working on changing it because they sit directly to my right and they can't, I can't even really look them in the eye when you're talking and it's nice to have that you know connection when you're interviewing someone when you're talking to someone that's why eye contact is so important so not only are they you know being recorded on their voice but they're also looking at a straight you know they're looking at a wall it's just not it's not a natural process it's not something we do every day so the fact that they were able to present themselves so confidently and talk about homeschooling so passionately is really a testament to homeschooling confidence that unique sort of um, being proud of what we do differently. I think that is something that came through with my people I interviewed. So thank you guys again so much for doing that. Number four is intelligent. Almost all the homeschoolers I have met have had this intelligence about them that is really inspiring. It's almost like a natural intelligence that just inevitably grows in a true homeschooling environment. It's just something that you can tell when you meet a homeschooler, no matter what the age is, honestly. Number five is diligence. Homeschoolers truly are some of the most hardworking people I know. They are so productive and they know how to use their time wisely and structure their day so they can be more productive. I'm always inspired by the homeschoolers around me and how much effort they and value they put into the work they do. I truly believe that all hard work yields a profit. My mom always says that. And you can certainly see that with homeschoolers, homeschoolers who really take their schooling seriously. And with homeschooling, the time you have is largely your own. So you're in charge of how you structure your day and how, what you put first, what you put last. So homeschoolers through child and error, obviously we're not good at this the first time we try it, but we are able to find ways to structure our date so we're most productive and I feel like that is an amazing skill that I will carry with me the rest of my life honestly. So lastly I want to encourage again any prospective homeschoolers to plug in. Get involved with homeschooling communities near you. Get to know homeschoolers around you. This will also help you determine your why and have purpose for your journey. So today we learned about the purpose of the why and how and why that why is so important and how to find your why. We also heard five personality traits that I absolutely love in homeschoolers are independent thinking, our confidence, intelligence, diligence, and the first one was, um, forgive me, it was problem solvers. Yes, that is the first one. I can't believe I forgot that one. I love getting you guys' questions. So if you have any questions that you would like me to address at the podcast, like I just did with Naomi's question, please email me. This podcast is for you. So the best way you can help me help you is by asking me questions. Is there anything I missed in this episode? Is there anything you would like me to go deeper into in future episodes? My email address is hs, which stands for homeschool, then highschoolpodcast at gmail.com. It is linked below in the podcast description, the show notes. You have to scroll down a bit, but it is there. And also my Instagram page is linked there as well. So if you would like to send me a direct message through Instagram, that is fine too. And yes, I will be sure to answer those questions at the end of the episode. Thank you so much again for listening and I will see you all next time. Bye.